What's up, guys? This is Carl. Carl Vlogs Podcast. This is my podcast where I can do whatever I want uh, and talk about whatever I want. So what are we going to talk about? It's 116 degrees here right now. And you would think that I would be sweating to death and dying. But it's funny, when you live in it, you become acclimated to it. And so when the temperature changes and it gets hotter, you're just here and you're like, yeah, it's hot. But you just kind of, I don't know, you just accept the fact that it is what it is and it's not that big of a deal. Whereas if you come from out of town and you don't live in this environment and then all of a sudden you're down here in 116 degree weather, uh, you're probably going to die. But Nonetheless, it's okay. We're, I, I was really worried that coming through this summer, moving down to this new environment, that I wasn't going to make it, that I was going to panic. But, you know, thank heavens for air conditioning and uh, a swimming pool. Things have turned out great. Things are working out just fine. Uh, have a lot of awesome things going on. We're going to VidCon um, this week. VidCon is Thursday. We're going to drive to California Thursday. Got a hotel there right next to the event. Uh, hopefully it's going to be fun. We we got invited early on and decided that we weren't going to go. And so we would have had like passes and stuff to get in. And then we told them no, that we weren't going to be there this year. And then all of a sudden it comes around. We're already going to be there in California uh, anyways. And so we're like, we might as well just go to VidCon. So now we're shelling out the dollars. We got to buy our own tickets. The creator tickets are already sold out. So we just got community passes like, like everybody else. And uh, so I don't know if I'm going to get, if we're going to get into any kind of fun behind the scenes stuff, I'm going to have to sneak in or somehow get some other YouTuber to be like, hey, you should, you should put these guys on the list. And, and, uh, I don't know, but we're used to it. No big deal. That's kind of how Carl and Ginger rolls. We just um, make our way and do our own thing, and we don't care too much, and somehow we find a way. So who knows? We're going to go to VidCon without any plans, without any idea of what we're going to do. We don't have any fan meetups. We're not sitting on any panels. We're not doing anything like we're not even con going to be like considered big YouTubers there or anything like that. But we're, we're going to go and hang out with a bunch of our friends at the event and hopefully meet some of you guys and have a good time. And like always, whenever we go to stuff like this, it turns into something awesome, even more awesomer, if that's even a word, than what we had originally thought was going to happen. And there's been a few events that we've gone to that ended up sucking. But in the end, we come out of it with new friends uh, meeting people, making some connections, and having a good time. And I've never regretted ever once going to any kind of a YouTube convention. Which, speaking of which, um, I got to shout this out. Another convention coming up, CVX Live in um, Salt Lake City, is coming up in August. And we're going to be there the entire time for three days. We even have a super fan pass where you can actually get tickets to come hang out specifically with us for one hour. There's already been a few people that have bought the super fan experience passes. So for one hour, we get to hang out and do whatever. I haven't decided what we're going to do for that yet, but we're going to come up with something fun to do with everybody that gets those tickets. And if you just want to come to the event to CVX live, 
we have special ticket discount for 25% off for the regular three-day pass tickets uh, from now until July 1st. You can use the code Carl and Ginger, C-A-R-L-A-N-D-J-I-N-G-E-R to get 25% off of uh, 3D Pass tickets to CVX Live, which is going to be so much fun. It's at a way bigger venue this year. It's at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City. There's tons to do. Um, lots of fun YouTubers that are going to be there. It's going to be a ball. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to go. Um, what else is going on? This is why I love these podcasts. I can just kind of ramble about whatever's on my mind. Um, you know, let's talk about this. I'm, I'm going to shift gears here for a little bit and talk about something on my mind. <sighs> with YouTube and everything, YouTube's been kind of stressful with the uh, adpocalypse thing going on. The algorithm has not been nice to us. Um, and I don't know how to get it to like me again. But we're working on it and we're figuring things out. And I had a dream last night that was really cool. And maybe I'll tell you guys about my dream that I had. I went went to bed, had a dream, uh, and it started out where I was like in this town. It was like a city but like it was just houses. It wasn't like a big city, you know, just like a little town. And all of the buildings were broken down and collapsed. It was like a bomb had gone off. There was a disaster. Uh, it was like post-apocalyptic, you know what I mean? Like it was not good. Everything was wrecked. And I was standing there and I realized there's like a, a few other people there, but mostly there's one guy who's like this old guy. And he's kind of like, guiding us through this rubble and the whole time that we're there he's like reminding us that everything's okay like quit worrying so much this is fine like you know you're you're here you're alive all this even though all this stuff has been wrecked uh don't don't worry so much it's gonna be okay and then and i'm like paraphrasing this dream was like a lot more elaborate than that but anyway it shifts and all of a sudden like i'm on a boat and i know that it's like a sailboat, uh, like an old-fashioned one where you could go down like a pirate ship kind of, but it's not a pirate ship, you know. It's like the Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria or something like that. Anyway, so I'm like down in the hull of this ship, and I can feel these huge waves like rocking the ship, like where it's like hard to hang on. There's tons of waves and rocking and up and down. This is all in the same dream, and... Uh, while I'm while I'm hanging on, I'm like, man, those are some big waves. You know, I wonder, I wonder if the sail is up. Like, if in this big storm with this wind blowing, maybe we should take the sails down. I was thinking, and again, the old man is there, but now he's like the captain of the ship. It's the same old guy, and he tells me, uh, he's like, this is just a small breeze, and suddenly it was like when he said that, I understood almost like with telepathy or something that I, uh, I understood the message he was trying to tell me. And it was like with just a small, simple thing, like a small little breeze, if you're prepared to catch it, if you have your sail like unfurled and opened up to catch that small breeze, a little bit goes a long ways. And I understood that in that moment at this very deep level. All of a sudden I was like, wow, 
this small breeze has enough power to push this entire ship and and to create these massive waves across the ocean that are like rocking the ship and propelling me forward. And at the same time, it was like I understood the difference uh, and the connection between the wind and the waves. And it was like even a small amount of water deep enough in the ocean can can weigh tons and tons. You know, like a little bit goes a long ways. That was like the message. A small breeze can push this giant ship uh, if you have your sails open to catch it. There's like a huge message there, right? And while I'm like discovering this and I'm like, whoa, like in the dream, I'm comprehending things at this deeper level, like I'm being taught by the captain of this ship. And then um, all of a sudden I'm like lifted up out of the ship, out of this boat. And all of a sudden I am with the breeze. I'm like floating along with the breeze and I can feel it carrying me. And I'm like, wow, this small breeze, this wind is enough to propel me, like to just carry me across the ocean. And I'm just like flying on this small little breeze that's blowing. And when I land, I like the dream kind of like jumps forward again. And all of a sudden I land and I realize there's like these flowers everywhere. And it's my grandma and grandpa's backyard. Um, they've, they've both passed away. Um, and all of a sudden I'm in their backyard. And my grandpa, something you should know about him, was that he was like really adamant of always having like awesome flower beds around his property. So in the backyard, he had these big rose bushes that he always like pruned and took really good care of. He did all of this for, for his wife, for my grandma, uh, because she loved to look at the flowers, to look out the window and see all these beautiful flowers. And so he would go out and trim the flowers and prune them and take care of them and water them and everything. So in his backyard, it's just a small little backyard. He always had these really beautiful flower bushes. And all of a sudden I'm there, I'm like in, in his backyard and I can see all these flowers and there's this one spot um, on the corner of the yard where there's like a big tree and this kind of a shed and then there's like a flower bed and it's cornering right by where the lawn is, where the backyard grass is. And it's just a tiny little backyard. But I like, I sit down and I'm looking at these flowers and all of a sudden, again, at this really profound and deep level, I understand there's the old man again. He's like standing kind of just behind me over my shoulder. And it's like he's teaching me these lessons in these different environments, these metaphors, you know. And I realized that um, here in this small, tiny little patch of flowers that's only maybe like, you know, two feet square, two feet by two feet uh, in this one little spot that I'm sitting that's right in front of me, I all of a sudden I realize that just in this tiny little patch of dirt, there's this massive amount of beauty and variety in multiple different little types of flowers and plants that are all growing in this tiny little patch of soil. And as I'm looking at it, all of a sudden it becomes like more than a dream. It gets really cool where everything in the dream becomes like high definition, like crystal clear, like I'm really, really focused on looking at these individual flowers, these blooms and these flower petals and the colors and, and the little flower receptacles where the bees would come and land to get pollen and whatnot. And I'm sitting there and I'm like blown away at this point. I'm like, whoa, like 
each one of these flowers is so beautiful and there's so much in this one tiny little piece of soil right here and I get really focused in this old man like points at this one flower and it's a very simple one like it's just like white with a little dusting of like pink around the petals but I'm looking at it and I realize how much detail is there and I'm super focused and in the dream it was funny because I was kind of like wow this LASIK surgery that I've had is just amazing I can't believe how good I can see but really it was just like clarity within the dream you know what I mean and as he points out this flower it's like I, I'm told again, like I, I through telepathy or something, I, I like he's putting thoughts into my own mind, which is how I usually like communicate in a dream anyways. Um, again, is the message he's like, I'm, I'm, as I'm looking at this small little patch of flowers and how immense the beauty actually is here, the message is like told to me by this old man. And he's like, a little bit goes a long ways, is what he said. And it was the same thing. It like tied in with a small breeze can push this whole ship, you know, and move the, the entire ocean. Like a, um, even though everything seems like it's going wrong in this post-apocalyptic town, like it's okay. You have enough. Like you're okay. Everything's going to be fine. And then with the flowers, it's the same thing. It was like there can be so much to appreciate in this small little spot this one tiny little thing if you just slow down and really put your attention on something beautiful or something that matters or someone that matters that that needs you and you really give attention to them a little bit goes a long ways and it, i woke up from that dream first of all thinking man like was that my grandpa like was that my grandfather like trying to to help me right now like to calm me down and help me realize that sometimes less is more like appreciate like those small moments and really latch on to those things and and there can be a little bit that can go a long ways doing some something small but doing it right can be a powerful thing and that really affected me like i woke up feeling really clear thinking really clear headed uh, very positive and it was uh, like I woke up from my dream and it was like this huge therapy session that I had been through all night like in my sleep I had gone through this psychological evaluation and this this little metaphorical training to realize that I'm like I'm I'm pushing too hard in the wrong areas in life and sometimes a little bit goes a long ways and what a powerful message to sort out in your sleep like I've been thinking about it all day and to the point where I'm like, I'm doing a podcast about it now, but I can't get it out of my mind that it's like, it's so true that anybody who's successful in life with family or with their career or finances, it's not just like one big decision that they made that shaped everything, one critical turning point. What, what you really see behind it is a lot of little steps, a lot of small decisions, because a little thing, one small little breeze can be very powerful. One small little decision can shape the next several. And all those little decisions add up into something big. And uh, it just occurred to me that like, I mean, to bring it back to what I do with, with YouTube and everything, uh, if I had to relate it to that, the first thing that came to my mind was like, I'm pushing too hard 
to upload too often. And because of that, I'm losing my connection with my, with my subscribers a little bit. I've lost touch with my fan base a little bit. Um, I need to slow down and tell the story of the day better. And I need to have more fun doing it and be less like rushed because a little bit goes a long ways. Like just making sure that I'm not in a rush to just like finish filming a video and making sure that I slow down and really make sure that I got the shots right and that everybody's happy, uh, that the, the lighting was good and the sound was right and taking the time to actually get it right can go a long ways. And the problem is, is that right now, because we're still just trying to build a team around us, is it's a little bit of a turn and burn approach for us. We have four channels that we're uploading to, and I just feel like we're missing some things because, and some very, very powerful and important small things, because we're just high volume right now. We're cranking out a lot of content. We're filming and uploading a lot, and the pace is just so fast that a lot of stuff falls between the cracks. I'm not going back and doing a good job like refining my closed captioning. I'm not doing a good job on the thumbnails as much as I could. Like if I'm not getting the picture that I need to create the thumbnail, I'm kind of like whatever good enough and just moving on. And I know that I'm shortcutting myself at the time, but because of the pace of things and how fast we're trying to continue to generate content, um, it just falls between the cracks. There's always a compromise. And so I think it was just really important for me to realize that I would rather upload less but have my uploads be better and exactly what I want and exactly what everybody wants to watch. So I think as far as how that all of that lesson that I learned last night in my sleep goes, I think I'm going to scale back my upload schedule and really make sure that when I upload something that it is actually really fun to watch, that it's edited right, that the music's good on it, that catches the vibe. And that um, it's something that I would enjoy to watch and that's actually entertaining and helps tell our story a little bit better than just constantly just following the trends. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push less on how many videos I upload in a week. I think I'm going to go for two. So I'm going to upload like every Saturday and then one other time in the middle of the week. Maybe I'll narrow down like an exact day. But I think I want to scale back the amount of uploads that I'm doing on uh, the main channel, Carl and Ginger, and focus more on quality. And I think it's the same, uh, the, the, the way that this is affecting me, this dream that I had and how it's kind of shaping my attitude today, is that like, it's the same like with my kids. And it's not enough to just like be around them all day, to spend a lot of time with them. But what does that really mean? Like, how often am I really making good eye contact with one of my kids or with my wife and really just listening and connecting with them and showing like active listening and really caring, like listening intently um, and having what they're saying matter. Like it's as an adult, when you get busy, it's hard to do that harder than you think to find the time to just really stop and connect with someone. And I don't mean like, just doing something with them, like going for a drive or sitting down and watching a show with them. I mean, like really just letting them talk and connecting and smiling and listening and asking follow-up questions and just communicating and connecting with them because a, a little bit goes a long ways. 
One of my favorite memories of all time that I have, one of my most nostalgic memories that I have uh, with my dad is such a simple thing where he was there on a, he was on a, like a training trip to Seattle, Washington. And so it was just me and my dad and my mom and my, my brother stayed home because he had like a side job he was doing. So he stayed home. So it was just the three of us, me and my mom and dad. And so I already felt like super special because I was the only one, the only kid uh, that was there. And out of that whole big trip and everything, like my favorite thing, even though me and my mom, like while my dad was in classes and doing training stuff, me and my mom, like we went to the Space Needle, like we went to the, like an aquarium. We went to the Seattle Science Center and did a bunch of interactive science stuff. Like uh, we went all over Seattle and had tons of fun and it was awesome. But honestly, like my, it sounds funny, but the most memorable thing is so small to me. And it was that one night while we were there, me and my dad decided that we wanted to get Oreo cookies and milk. And so we walked down to this gas station late at night in Seattle. And I remember it was like felt really dangerous to go out at night in Seattle downtown. We went and got these Oreo cookies and milk and me and my dad just sat there and we didn't even really talk a lot. We sat up in the hotel room, like on the 30, I remember it was the 32nd floor and we had the windows open, the blinds open, and we were just like watching the cars drive on the freeway and we sat there eating cookies and milk together. And we were laughing about, uh, it's, it's funny, but we, we were laughing because of how many car crashes there were. We were sitting up there watching late at night and there was like an accident on the freeway somewhere, um, 32nd floor. I mean, you can see a long ways up and down the freeway there. But you could see an accident was happening like every 30 minutes. And then we'd watch the cops show up and fill out the paperwork. And then there'd be like another accident. And then the tow truck would show up. And then the cops show up. And it was like we sat there just watching these people getting fender benders on the freeway at night, eating cookies and milk. And that little moment is like one of those things that I'll probably cherish is like one of my favorite memories and times that I spent with my dad. And I don't know why. But it's because a little bit goes a long ways. That small little breeze, a tiny little patch of dirt can grow some beautiful flowers. And just a small moment with someone can create some really good memories. And I need to get back to that. I need to realize that, that it's not just a matter of just like, just upload, upload, upload. And just like, yeah, I'm around my kids all day and they're home and they're homeschooled. And here's my wife and we spend every day together. It's like, that's that's all fine and dandy, but... And it's awesome, and I'm proud of what we've achieved, but a little bit goes a long way, and that little bit needs to count. And so I need to focus on that. I need to make sure that as we start recording videos and moving forward, that those videos are good, and I'm really capturing the best moments. I'm not just trying to rush through it. I just want to do a better job with all of that. And same with my relationships with people. I just want to make sure that I have those moments, you know, that really matter. I have that good little patch of soil where those things where uh, you, you make a difference or you really listen to someone. I think it can go a long ways. I really think it can. And those little things add up. Those little tiny decisions, good decisions can add up to something great. And that's what I want to get back to. I It just occurred to me as well that like I, I need that time to make sure that I'm taken care of because your life can get out of control. You get so busy with 
being productive and trying to be successful and going to work and just life demands and everything that when if something starts to go wrong it can feel like everything is going off the hinges and it's spiraling out of control just like flushing a toilet it feels like everything's going to go down the drain and i've kind of i i haven't felt like that in a bad way but i've made some small decisions to try and take care of myself i went in um to like a, a wellness doctor who focuses on hormone therapies and things like that. I had the guy draw my blood. Uh, I had it all tested because I wanted to see like, I wanted to sort out some issues with depression and lack of motivation. I had weight loss surgery and I'm still struggling to lose weight. What's going on here? Is it thyroid? I want to get all this stuff checked again. And I mean, first of all, the big thing that came back from that was, uh, my testosterone level is like the same as an 85 year old man. And that was like shocking, but also like, well, there's what's wrong with me. Okay. So like the normal human range for a man for testosterone level is like on their scale is like a 350 to 2000 or something like that. And for someone my age, I'm supposed to be up like around 12 to 1500 should be my number for testosterone levels. And my test came back now, granted, the, the range is 350 to 2000, and mine came back 325. That's like not even on the range. And so 325 is the same as an 85-year-old man who's like petering out basically no testosterone at all, you know, not being naturally produced. You're on your, on your way out. And, uh, but yeah, 325. And so now I'm supplementing with uh, testosterone. I'm working on that and because that's like one of those small decisions. I want to take care of myself. I want to, I got to turn this ship around with a bunch of small breezes. I've got to get the right seeds planted in my little patch of dirt that I got going on. And I got a, a little bit goes a long ways. And so if things feel like they're flushing down the toilet and stuff is going crazy and it's hard to keep track of, I need to focus on those little things. And that, so for me, that means, you know, going to this hormone doctor and getting checked making sure that I'm taking care of, of my testosterone levels, um, the chemicals and chemical reactions within my brain and body. I need to take care of that. I need to create the time to really focus on my weight loss again. I need the breathing room. I need to like sign up uh, and join a, like a kickboxing club or jujitsu club. I've got to start working on this stuff um, to turn things around. That's the best answer to me is that when stuff starts to feel like you're losing a grip on it to that's when you knuckle down and focus on those details, those little things that make a big difference and you change the current, you get things going back the other way and working in your favor. And sometimes it takes a tremendous amount of effort to get that momentum going in the other direction. Or sometimes it can take a lot of money. You have to hire people, expand your team, be, get more aggressive with your product and what you believe in and your advancements and where things are working. And uh, work harder, but be smart about it and more precise and get better. Tighten the screws, you know. And that's what I need to do. I feel like I got a bunch of rickety bolts and, and things falling between the cracks. And so it's time to get my testosterone lined out. It's time to change my upload schedule um, and back off a little bit. So I'm doing two uploads a week and make those uploads count. 
uh, I need to expand my team and get some help here in the in the production of those videos and and around the house different things whatever we need to do it's time to make those decisions that add up to something great i need to shift the sails and start heading in other directions um and i'm excited about it and so i think i'm gonna um i need to see is there if there's even a i'm gonna just look right now I'm going to see if there's a jujitsu place. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to actually look for kickboxing. What do you know? There's two kickboxing places. There's a karate place. I'm going to, let's see if there's jujitsu. You guys are listening to me type. How boring is that? Yep. Uh, one, two, three, three jujitsu places. Awesome. One's an actual mixed martial arts school. Let's see. I'm going to click on it. Dude, one, two, they've got a bunch of heavy bags. I'm going to go right to the website. Nice. Looks like a bunch of young guys that could kick the crap out of me. Hey, there's Vitor Belfort. He must have visited the gym coming through. That's awesome. Okay, well, there it is. Um, now I just need to find out what their schedule is, when they're open, what class I should be going to, uh, and then go make sure I get back in shape and don't hurt myself. That's the thing. I'll just going to be like a training dummy for all the serious fighters. I'll lay on them so they get used to like fighting a heavyweight. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I think it. I think it would be cool. Maybe I'll do that. So yeah, see, small decisions, but that's gonna turn the ship around. It's gonna push things in the right direction. So I get my testosterone on track. Uh, I change my upload frequency. Focus on better quality videos that are more targeted and trending and and more fun. Uh, and then at the same time, if I start going and working out and I start losing weight again and feeling better then that's going to ripple effect. Just like that tiny breeze can move a giant ship, uh, small decisions add up to big changes. And so, yeah, that's what I think I need to do. I'm going to make some adjustments. That was, see, see how amazing that is? You can have one dream, one little dream at night. Grandpa comes and gives you a little pat on the back at some advice, tells you to stop and smell the roses, quit stressing out. The world's not going to end. A small little tiny breezes and little bit of effort can go a long way can be very powerful uh, so i'm going to start making small right correct decisions uh, in the right direction and quit being so scatterbrained quit being so stressed i need to enjoy what i'm doing more appreciate what i have more uh, spend more time with my wife and kids i i, I need to sign up for kickboxing and jujitsu join some clubs. Maybe I'll take some music lessons. Maybe I'll go learn how to play the piano or take some guitar lessons and get good at it again. Um, and learn how to read notes, get interested in life again so that what I do for a living on YouTube can be reinvigorated and refocused. I think that's what I need to do. And hopefully that uh, is something that resonates with you. Uh, it's just kind of my thoughts of what's going on. But what do I know? You know, I don't have all the answers. Sometimes you just got to think for yourself. It's just a place for me to share my ideas and thoughts.
Um, hope you enjoyed this podcast. I'm going to keep it short. Go spend some time with my kids, wrap up some videos and get them sent off. And maybe I'm going to go check out this jujitsu place. How about that? All right, back to work.